Hello, everyone, and welcome to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. Oh, poor Nicholas, what is he going to do? Now, let's jump in to Knuckle, Chapter 5, and find out. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. (laughs) After a couple of hours, there was a knock at the door. Patricia had called the babysitter to see if she could look after the girls, and because this was very short notice, Patricia told her they would double her hourly rate. Going for a drive, They found the address that the reader had given them. It was a very old building, somewhat medieval looking. Walking up to the door and trying to peer in the window, it did not seem like there were lights on or anyone there. The door handle was an iron ring with the locking mechanism looking like it needed a skeleton key. Pulling on the ring, the door opened, creaking like it was very old. They both walked in. Books, hundreds of them, were sitting on rough timber shelves. Light was supplied by hanging candelabras, each representing a pentacle. There were also lanterns mounted on each heavy timber post. There was an elaborate front counter adorned with carvings. A single bell hung from one of the roof trusses. Instructions were present on how to ring the bell, and it was only to be rung Following the instructions and ringing the bell only once, seconds later, footsteps could be heard getting louder and louder as whoever was approaching them. An older man, gray hair and mustache, came to the front counter. As the two of them looked at him, both Nicholas and Patricia noticed that his eyes were two different colors. The older man asked them why they were here. Nicholas handed him the card that the reader had given them. He nodded his head, acknowledging the card. The old man asked if he knew what happened to the card reader. Nicholas nodded his head up and down, then left it hanging due to guilt. For some reason, Nicholas confessed to him that it was his fault, that she said there was going to be consequences for helping, but she didn't say what. The old man reassuringly told Nicholas that she knew what she was doing. He proceeded to pull out a clipboard with a form to fill out. Some questions were just like ones on an ordinary form, and then there were others regarding past family history, country of origin, languages spoken, and a myriad of others. After filling out as much as he could, he gave it back to the old man. The old man looked at it, then told Nicholas how much it was going to cost. Nicholas nodded in agreement. The old man told them to expect a package with all the information that they will need. As they walked to leave, Nicholas turned around to ask the name of the establishment, but the old man was nowhere to be found. Closing the door behind them, Nicholas gave it a pull, but to his astonishment, It was locked. Once home, and after saying goodbye to the babysitter, the girls bathed, put pajamas on, and came back into the kitchen. It was family movie night, and Nicholas was making up a batch of his world-famous popcorn, 
At least, that's what he tells his daughters. After the movie, the girls were tucked in and Patricia proceeded to go back into the living room. Nicholas was pouring them brandies. Giving Patricia hers, he sat down beside her and turned the TV onto the news. The card reader, who was very well known in the city, was the story that came on. Good evening, and welcome to GTOT News. Madame Black, a very well-known tarot card reader here in the city, had suffered a very serious accident on Sunday night. It appears that she may have fallen down her stairs and suffered a very devastating, life-altering accident. It is not known whether or not her condition will improve. Weather is next. Nicholas turned the TV off. He told Patricia that he didn't want to go into work tomorrow. She asked what would everyone think if he took off another week. He said he didn't care what everyone thought. The next day, however, he arrived at work and his co-workers were definitely looking at him. Sitting down at his desk, Nicholas noticed clippings that had been taped onto the desk. Clippings like chicken, alive, raw, and cooked. Someone drew a picture of a sucker next to a black felt pen hole. Nicholas thought about that and concluded it must mean suck hole. Then there was the photocopy of someone's ass with a hole drawn in it. And an 8 by 11 photocopied picture of a kitten. Tearing everything off his desk, he went to work, sitting there for the entire day so he could avoid having contact with anyone. Getting home that night, the girls were doing their drawings and colorings, Patricia preparing supper. Nicholas walked into the kitchen, and just then, the doorbell rang. Walking back to the door, he opened it, and a package had been left on their doorstep. Picking it up, he looked around, but could not see anyone who might have delivered it. Closing the door and walking back into the kitchen, Patricia asked him who was there. Nicholas replied, no one, just the package. Both deciding to wait after supper to open it, it was game night, so games were played until bedtime. In the living room, the package was on the coffee table, being looked at and examined by both of them. Nicholas untied the twine, which kept both envelopes together. One envelope was quite thick, and the other, it was difficult to identify what was in it. The thick envelope contained photocopied pages of books, genealogy transcriptions, maps, and then another smaller envelope, which had been sealed with a wax seal. There were also some instructions. The instructions stated to read the photocopied manuscript first, then open the smaller envelope, then open the last envelope. They took turns reading the manuscript, looking at the maps, following the family tree. Once finished, Nicholas put it on the coffee table and reached for the smaller envelope. He looked at the wax seal on the envelope, and Patricia asked him if the seal had any kind of writing on it. Getting up, he went to the kitchen and came back with a magnifying glass. Looking at the seal, 
He told Patricia the writing on the seal said, Witches Consortium Archives. He put the magnifying glass on the coffee table. His hand was shaking as he carefully broke the seal open. Inside was a few pages, old pages. There was also an English translation of the old pages. He began to read. Many generations ago, your ancestors lived in a small village in a region known as Bessarabia, which is now part of Moldova and Ukraine. The language spoken by was Church Slavonic, Old Ukrainian. Even though most of the villagers were poor, your ancestors were, by the standards of today, wealthy, having made their money in agriculture and other trades throughout the region. Your extremely great aunt from your mother's side was well known in the region, not because of her, but because of her husband. The extremely great uncle was fair, just, and kind hearted, helping those who needed it. Your aunt, as she will be called now, was not the same. She wasn't a bad person, but not like your uncle. On one particular day in 1688, your aunt was walking down a street coming from the market. There was a gypsy family traveling, going to another region. The wagon had stopped, and all members had gotten out. There was one particular woman with her granddaughter that also had left the barn. Word for cart. They were standing on one side of the wagon when the little girl's puppy ran under the vardo. The little girl went under to retrieve the puppy. The grandmother did not know that she had done this. A rat ran underneath the horses that had been pulling the barrow. Being startled, the horses jumped and moved forward. The little girl who was underneath had her leg run over by one of the wheels, and that is where it stopped. The grandmother, hearing the screams, looked under and realized her granddaughter's leg was trapped. She began yelling for help and trying to push the barrow forward. As she was yelling to find someone to slap the horses to get them to move, your aunt was walking down the street, apparently directly across from us. The grandmother looked at your aunt and yelled at her to slap the horses. Your aunt looked at her also and the granddaughter, but then averted her eyes, looking forward and passing them, doing nothing. 25 years later, your aunt was walking in the same town down a street, and an older woman had stopped her and pointed her finger at her aunt. The old woman told her that her granddaughter had lost her leg that day because your aunt did not help. Also, at the age of 30, the granddaughter took her life because she could not find a husband who wanted her because of missing leg. She could not have children without a husband. So she ended up taking her life. After reading, Nicholas opened up the last envelope, which contained a USB drive. Placing the drive into a port of their laptop, Nicholas and Patricia started listening to a recording of the actual curse with English translation.